Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 189, episode two of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. How do I live without do? I want to know. How do I breathe without do? I don't want to know. How could I ever, ever run dry? That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man. Uh, Emily M. Rhymes, of course, my inspiration. And I am thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Yes, 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 it's Miles, the Blasian Valley legend, a.k.a. Hideo Noho. I was just at Dodger Stadium over the weekend. It was beautiful energy. I was there with my mom, who had not been there for 25 years since Hideo Nomo's rookie season. It was all a vibe. Shout out to everybody that participated in that wonderful, wonderful moment with us. Well, Miles, we are blessed to be joined by two uh, very funny comedians whose work has appeared on lesser shows like This American Life and The Drew Barrymore Show. <laughs> they are the lead investigators and hosts of the new show, Truth Hounds, which is one of the best things our network has ever created. Yeah. Uh, in which they look into everyday Facts. mysteries like why are late people late and does time fly when you're having fun? We are thrilled and honored to be joined by the hilarious and talented Kyle Mazzono and Ana Saragino! Wow. What's up? I love the second the AKAs happened, you guys covered your mouths and said, what the fuck show are we on? <laughs> and I was like, they don't listen. And I love I love when I see that moment. When people we, we were just, I mean, it was just really oh, impressive. Okay. It was just a lot. I think, yeah, truth be told, I think when we're normally interacting, it's been about truth hounds and you haven't seen uh, screaming miles. So, yeah, I'm, I compartmentalize those the multitudes that I contain. I mean, we just haven't seen you fly. So this <laughs> <laughs> is just amazing to see you fly. 100%. How are you guys doing? How is uh, the impending drop of the show? Well, treating? today, today is the day. Today is the day. That's Today's right. Day. I'm, we're in the future. How is the drop of the show treating you? Uh, the drop's going really well for me, Kyle. Yeah, the drop's been actually really good. And um, <laughs> she yeah. can't stop talking about the drop. I honestly can't stop talking about it. And yeah. I mean, we've been working on it for a while, so it's just nice for people to hear it. To finally. see it finally drop feels absurd, actually, because it's been only for us and you. <laughs> so, yeah. For miles. So. For miles. Yeah. No, Super Producer, Anna Hosey, and I have been working to make this show. And just for people, we're going to have, I implore you, if you like this show, you're going to love Truth Hounds. Uh, and if you're lazy and you're like, oh, I'll get around to it, we'll probably, we'll drop an episode in the feed later on this week. So even by passively, you will experience the wonderful show that's Truth Hounds. I described the show as like a mystery show that Starly Kine podcast from back in the day mixed with like Nathan for you. It yeah. was like just like this intersection of I you're look, everyone can already tell the wit is off the chain already. So I'm it's already <laughs> talking about really, the drop. Really you're excited about the drop. It's yeah. all drop excitement. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good show and yeah, I'm excited for everybody to listen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to know you guys a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. The Republicans are fighting over Trump endorsements. Uh, we're going to talk about a impending 
drought uh, that's happening in California, celebrity breakups, and how much energy they require. We will talk about uh, that dude that got swallowed whole by a whole ass humpback whale, and why I'm a little I don't I don't know why he's getting so much shine. We're we'll we'll talk about that. I want to get you guys' perspective. I'm a little jealous of this guy. I, think I was swallowed by a whale as a I child, and no making... one cared. <laughs> My dad said I was lying. He's being very dramatic <laughs> about this whole being swallowed by a whale for 30 to 40 seconds thing. Someone spent $28 million to be the fourth on Jeff Bezos's space flight. Uh, so we'll talk about that. All of that, plenty more. But first, Kyle, Anna, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are. Right now, we got a Yahoo Answers open on how to apologize to a fan. So that's I mean, that's pretty revealing. <laughs> Just apologize to, to a nice fan. Wait, did you really <laughs> want to look up sort of mechanically what is involved with apologizing? Well, Yahoo through? Answers how to apologize. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> or WikiHow. <laughs> and what did you learn? What, was there any valuable information? Be sincere. You? Be direct. Oh, Use shit. an example. <laughs> See, I never would have come up with that on my own. I would have yeah, gone insincere so right off the bat. Definitely. Okay, you want to know, can I say what, what's actually my search history? Yes. I looked up whether, the, okay, you know Gone Fishing, the shirt? Kind of a classic. <laughs> uh -huh. The other day I was really, I was half asleep and I was like, has anyone ever done Gone Shitting? And so I looked, <laughs> I looked that up. No one's done it. So that's just that's just open for anyone to kind of take advantage of. No one's done a gone fish and tribute shirt that's gone shitting. So that's yeah. that's my uh, late at night R-rated <laughs> Google search. It's definitely R-rated. Definitely R-rated. Great insight into like the drifting off to sleep dream yeah. logic of like I'm half asleep. How, how is this still available? Like it, I just don't understand. Bed. Yeah. I think it's probably because most people don't want to be like, I've gone shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. You think people aren't proud? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'll say I've gone fishing, but do I want to tell <laughs> someone I've gone shit? I don't think so. Right. Because what, like, that sign is sort of born out of like going to like a small mom and pop business, right? And it's not open because they have a sign up that says, hey, gone fishing. Sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess if you went somewhere and you're like, gone shit and you're like yeah don't bother okay, me so I'm gone like 10 shit. minutes like it's the honest version <laughs> right it's the honest version of what of those shop signs i'm just trying to be earnest right here <laughs> 2020 gone a shit and gone shit. Um, <laughs> i'll be back i'm not saying i'm leaving i'm, just, <laughs> I'm not right, leaving perfect. the business behind i'm just you know just, just, just want to be clear though it's a little bit more than i'm in the bathroom for a yeah. second gone shit and an activity yeah it's a little more than i'm splashing my face i'm doing some other stuff in there too <laughs> right right <laughs> this is our first interview <laughs> in a very long time you could also do a whole a whole line of those because there's also the i'd rather be fishing and you could have the i'd rather be shitting oh god shirt that's a yeah. that's a huge absolutely yeah, I'd rather be shit. Dude, than this talk is to you. so lame. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be shit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> damn, damn, son. You wore this, this to my kid's baptism. <laughs> kind of hostile, dude. I mean, I'm here because I have yeah. to be. I'm clocked in, but I can be, be yeah. very honest with everyone. But I won't be muzzled while I'm no, here. Exactly. I'd rather be shitting. 
Okay. <laughs> but also let's dedicate this child to Christ real quick. Really quick. I mean, I'm not a monster. I'm here. <laughs> I showed up. Showed up. A you monster would have form. been shitting and not here. Yeah. <laughs> what is something you guys think is overrated? This is actual what we were prepared for. Okay. <laughs> this question. Shitting. <laughs> Shitting. <laughs> I did have one. I actually thought about last night. I did not tell you, though. Oh, damn. But hopefully you agree with this. I, okay, picnics. Because, I mean, every time I eat outside, I think you get, well, usually there's a lot of bees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should have talked to Anna about this one. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> what you're hearing is that I'm captivated and I'm enamored constantly yeah. and I'm constantly impressed by you. And so this kind of goes into that because I hear you. And even though I haven't heard you say these words before, I go, I'm right there with her. I am yeah. right. I am right there. That's why this That's works. Over, overrated. Yeah. Because there's ants. Because there's ants and there's bees. And it's just, I, don't, I think it's hard to eat comfortably outside. Can I even add? Yes. Dining al fresco. I know it's a it's a it's a necessary evil at this point. Yeah. And I know some people are like, look, it's like Portugal or whatever. Right. I don't like when people walk by and look at my food. I feel too exposed. Oh, don't shit. look at my food. It's private. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I wish I could I don't like dining al fresco. I don't like a picnic. I just don't like eating outside. Can you okay, okay, can you bear eating outside if it were a place that isn't like a high trafficked foot area? Like it's just a section that is dining outside. But I get because like I was eating outside for the first time recently and it was like one of those sidewalk adjacent things. And you're like, oh, man, like this person on the fucking bird scooter almost knocked over the fucking water station. It was like a nightmare. <laughs> exactly. I don't like that level of like scrutiny from the street it I should agree. be up for discuss. i don't need uh, uh, even a facial opinion you know what it, it really for me this comes from uh, i'll say a trauma i know we're throwing the word trauma around a lot nowadays but i was eating in san francisco fisherman's wharf already huge mistake i'm eating a lobster bisque i took a chance on a soup that i wasn't previously acquainted with the soup was bread bowl? Uh, it's a bread bowl uh, yeah. but i'll be very honest with everybody here the soup was green it was a green lobster bisque yeah that's it's nice. not your average looking bisque mm. i understand but people were walking by and really looking into my soup uh, in a way that, no, you know, I'm already facing this. The, I'm suffering the consequences of my soup. OK, right. I don't need added. OK, I, went, I know oh? that's not what you were talking about originally. Yeah, but I'm happy you added to what I had <laughs> said. <laughs> you really got me going on. It really helped me. <laughs> you really helped got my me. answer. Yeah. Oh, we're coming back to you, Kyle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, don't you I worry. <laughs> I like the name Alfresco. I think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, Alfresco is a nice name for name your kid or. Yeah. Alfresco. Alfresco. Maybe you yeah. get a second dog. Yeah, I get a second dog. I'll name yeah. Alfresco. I like when yeah. Shakey's Pizza in Glendale was trying to do Alfresco dining. <laughs> Shakey's <laughs> Pizza in Glendale. in Glendale. Oh. They had they... a sign briefly in the pandemic that said, but, you know, come, come do Shakey's Alfresco. And it was just a parking lot in Glendale. And, yeah. Yeah. That's a I mean, that's a bit of a mismatch, like yeah. linguistically, when you're like Shakey's Al Fresco. You're like, no, hold on, hold on. Let's and just don't be forget like, yeah, y'all can eat in the parking lot now. Yeah. That feels like more on point because we're there for the mojos. Let's be real. Absolutely. But Kyle, you said, are you are you like with bees and stuff? I know you said you don't like the the the, the picnic. I get it. I'm with somebody who hates bees, and when they get stung, like it's a fucking problem. So is it? Do you have like a real aversion to bees, or you just in general like? Eh, I don't like sitting on the ground. Your ass gets wet sometimes because the grass, the moisture seeps through, and then suddenly you got a wet butt. I don't like any of this. Like, where? Just help me understand where you're coming from. Wow, 
thank you for also helping my answer. <laughs> no, I'm like, I, I, I'm just trying to make sure we're on the same page. No, we're on the same page. I think I do have an aversion to bees. I mean, but I mean, who doesn't? I mean, when you see a bee, you're not going to be like, like start running and get, try to get away from the bee. It's like, but I mean, I think growing up, it's like I always go to these picnics and it's like there'd be so many bees and it's just mm -hmm. not, I, I just don't want to get stung, you know? I, I know there's a problem with the bees, so no offense to, no offense, no offense yeah, to no bees offense. because they're, right. I think, going instinct. So I'm not trying to hate. They're going through it. But I, I just don't, <laughs> <laughs> they're going through it and, you know, they got to respect that. And go, girl, we've all been there. <laughs> girl, we've been yeah. there. Girl, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's girl. okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> but I just don't want, I just don't like them, you know, my space. You got your space. I got I got my space. Yeah. Yeah. The degree was... to which, like, my behavior was shaped by early bee stings, like, just I never would walk outside without shoes on because I stepped on a bee, like, once when I was four years old. The, I, f I feel like I've been guided by bee stings. And then I just got stung by a bee for the first time in like 20 years over the weekend by a dead bee. I was picking no. up some, picking up a big clump of leaves and there was a dead bee in there and it stung yeah. my fingy. Yeah. And it That's really, yeah. I don't know how long, how long right. ago it's been since you guys got stung, but those still hurt. But that's one thing that hasn't gone away about the bees. They're <laughs> still <laughs> bastards. I still feel like, there is, there's this idea like, yo, man, like once you're like 20, man, a bee sting doesn't hurt. Yeah, I was like, and then like, I, I too had a bee sting like for the first time since like high school a few years ago. And I was like, ah, <laughs> like, it was so fucked, like it fucked me up so bad. And then I was so mad at myself. I was like, your pain threshold should be high. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you, man? But uh, I learned to live with the bee stings. And I, now, Jack, you won't go outside with, without gloves now. Yeah, Probably. I no, yeah, that's why I'm wearing these two sparkly Michael Jackson gloves. <laughs> I think but I like curly from of mice and men type thing. We then like <laughs> went swimming at our uh, neighbor's house, and every time a bee got in the pool, I like made everyone get out until I could like, fish it out. <laughs> I was like really like fucked Blowing up. Blowing a whistle, thing. Like, yeah. Beep! All right, guys, <laughs> everyone spotted yeah. another one. This is bullshit. <laughs> you think getting swallowed by a whale is bad? I'm try getting stung by a swimming bee. Wow. Um, what's something you guys think is underrated? Okay, we did discuss this one. We did okay. discuss this yeah. for sure. So we have a prepared answer. For sure we do. Do you want to hit it? Spill it? No. Okay, I'll spill it. Spill it. <laughs> um, Kyle just turned her seat around. Okay, I have two. One is the one we discussed and one is actually the one I thought about without talking to you about it and so okay. hopefully it's okay yeah. for me to say it and it doesn't tank like the other one and you guys don't have to help me. I don't think it tanked. I think you blossomed. No. Okay. I think you did a really no, good job. No. Okay. You planted flew it. by the end of it. You okay. flew. I was flying. Okay. Fly, Kyle, fly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Thank you. Of course. Okay, I think we think it's overrated as a duo that <laughs> of going of going out. Yeah, I think going we're out. at a time yeah. where people are now out and about. But maybe it's a little overrated. I think it's overrated. I'm back to staying in. I gotta oh, say, okay. yesterday, yeah, I think I did some social stuff last week, and then yesterday, I gotta tell you, the most I went out is I went out of one room and I walked into another, and then mm. I had a sit in that room, and then I walked around my house and I had a couple of sits all throughout, and that was my day. Yeah. I sat, <laughs> sat for a good amount of time in different rooms. Yeah, and that was that was as good as it gets. One of the things that we bond on, Anna and I, is that we both like to go to bed really early. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, it's kind of difficult in being comedians because sometimes it's like a show at like eight or something. It's like, sorry, dude, I'm asleep. Yeah, I think we did a show on Friday and it was a great time. I'll, you know, no disrespect to the show. No disrespect, yeah. But the show started at 8.30. And if we're being honest, the show started at 8.45, if we're being honest. It was slated to start at 8.30. Again, no disrespect. But the show wasn't over till like 11. Are you out of your gourd? I got to be in bed by 10. What are you, out of your mind? Are Are you you fully in bed by 10? I want to be in bed by 10. Yeah. That's Don't even think about saying good night. If possible, like six. <laughs> that's, that's extreme. Yeah, it's possible. Just a nice slow boil into bed. Yeah. Sometimes it's not possible. I would say don't me. email Kyle after six yeah. because there's a good chance she's not going to get it till tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are you wait? Is it is the uh, early to bed? Is that a cause of early to rise? Or are we talking like no? Nah, I'm in bed at ten. I wake up at ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm on a nice tw- so solid 12 hours style. of Z's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get our Z's in. I gotta get by 12 many in. As Z's as possible. Yeah. I'm talking 12 hours of Z's, oh, 13 hours of Z's. <laughs> I am, as strong as I am finding myself going, like, hearing about people like, oh, let's go out to this thing. Like, things are opening up. And I'm, my first thing's like, <laughs> that was right. the old Miles who, who lived for things. Before the pandemic, like none of these things matter now. Not that I'm so like nihilistic or cynical, but like there is a part of me that I think the first kinds of activities I've been wanting to do are just like just person to person, like hanging out with friends more than like the thing of like, let's go to X location to do this. I'm more like, let's just look at each other in their eyes and be like, we're all doing okay. Good. (laughs) Wow. Yes, absolutely. I I would like to go on to Disneyland or something though. Yeah, oh, sure. Man. Eventually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Damn. I see people yeah. going. I get a little FOMO, but I, the lines though, and then the weather forecasts. Yeah, Oof. Kyle and I. I mean, not to tell tales out of school, but we went to Disneyland in Paris one time. Yeah, and it was like it's a train ride away, like a, a day train ride away, mm. and it's like it's outside of Paris, and we got there. And they were like, hey, welcome to Disneyland Paris. We don't have electricity today. So so anything that needs electricity, you're kind of on your own. Other than that, feel, you know, welcome. (laughs) And so we did. We just did all the, there's all the mazes. (laughs) We walked around. We met the characters. (laughs) Disneyland without the electricity is. Allowed the park to be open. Just with the caveat, there's. Look, there's just no electrical charges going through anything yeah. right now. So you're like, you're walking around. Is that goofy or is that just a French guy? I don't know. You know, right. <laughs> Let's check him out. <laughs> is that a maze? I don't know. Or is it just a really <laughs> tiny card garden? That's okay. sad that all that's right. what you're left with. It's like, well, what can you do? Because like ostensibly all the rides require electricity. Like, yeah, there's a maze. You can walk through that one section. Uh, I guess the boats you could manually paddle. No, you can't. <laughs> Oh wow! No, Jesus. you definitely can't. Yeah. So we're very limited in what we could do, but it still was—we uh, still managed to have a good time. We still managed to have a great time, but I would like to kind of go back, go back, and correct that. Yeah, we did a beautiful trip to Paris, just us girls, and um, <laughs> it was just it was to actually, go to Disney. It right? was an amazing trip for our friendship because we actually bought matching berets. We wore them in the wow. airport. 
and we were surprised on the plane to Paris that no one else was wearing berets. We were actually the only ones. <laughs> we, we were like, is this the right plane? Because yeah. I think if it's going to Paris, everybody should, should be wearing berets. berets. Where the, right. Yeah, it's where the Are we berets. on the right flight? Yeah, I don't know. Where are we going? Yeah. Amsterdam? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we took those berets. We went to the Eiffel Tower like really late wow. at night. And then we threw the berets off the Eiffel Tower. Like yeah. one, two, three. <sighs> right. But really did? Yeah, yeah, we did it. We recorded it. Um, we have never used that audio, but maybe one day it'll find a place somewhere. In a future season of Truth Hounds, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe in Truth yeah. Hounds. <laughs> did, you care, did you bicycle around with a baguette sticking out of a bag at all? Or? Uh, we walked around with some baguettes for sure. Okay. Were they That's sticking good. out of bags? I don't know. Neckerchiefs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Gotta, all have, right. gotta have the striped shirts with we'll the neckerchief. Allow it. Absolutely. Yeah. We go, there's no way they'll know we're from California. <laughs> we're fitting right in. <laughs> we're fitting right in. <laughs> I'm wearing a beret as big as my own head. <laughs> and instead of a walking stick, I'm using a baguette. So they, there's just no way that they know we're for it. Instead of a I'm using a walking stick as a baguette. It's, a yeah, it's my stick. walking just, baguette. <laughs> it's my walking baguette. That's too much. Yeah. So they, they just don't know. There's no way. We blend right in. All right, guys, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back. And you guys just heard back from just to not to tell stories out of school. You just heard back from the fan you apologized to and everything is good there. Yeah, everything's Sounds squared like. away yeah. with our fans. I just think it's important that if you put out a podcast and you clown on someone really hard, you got to um, give them a heads up. Yeah. That's oh my responsible. Gosh. The number yeah. of emails we've had to send to Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell yeah. and has been, it keeps, hey, keeps yeah. us busy. All we get back are calls from the Secret Service and stuff. <laughs> right. Just trying to be good hosts. Uh, all right. Well, let's, speaking of which, Mitch McConnell is now... No longer the key endorsee of the of the Republican Party. It that honor now goes to Donald Trump, and people are fighting like over over table scraps. Well, the problem is Donald Trump. Okay, he's because everyone just wants to hear who he's getting behind. The calculus is different than Mitch McConnell, who wants to win the Senate back. So McConnell's like, we need viable candidates that we can either flip districts or hold our districts. Right. Donald Trump's calculus is. Who's a shameless, lying asshole who will reject reality and even the premise of an election? That's who I'm going to back. And right. it's causing like this really awful, you know, back and forth between the two. I just want to highlight a couple people in Georgia. Donald Trump is backing the former football player Herschel Walker, who yeah. doesn't even live in Georgia. And I think his idea is like, well, Herschel Walker is black and Raphael Warnock is black. So then maybe that is how will win that senate seat a lot of other people were like this is not a good idea he doesn't even live in the state donald trump and meanwhile is like no i love this guy also <laughs> herschel walker didn't even go to the like the republican state convention that we're not even sure he's taking this seriously right. but that's a name floating around another person is eric greetens who's the former uh governor of missouri he had he's a he had to resign because of just an awful sex scandal that came out about him has terrible name recognition in the state. And again, people are like, there are other options. And Trump's like, no, he voted to overturn the Like anyone who has been in favor of overturning the election is right. all it takes now. And so this is where we're going, where even like 
states that have, I guess, what you call normal Republicans or whisper racists, as I like mm. to call them. Yes. Those people who are like are doing well in polls, like when they say like for North Carolina, they're like, oh, this former governor is doing well. Trump is backing the person in dead last because he's a House <laughs> member who overturned the election, who voted. Tr and so N Mitch McConnell has now come out saying like they're like, what are you going to do? Because people don't know what's going on. What should you do? He's saying he will intervene if he has to. So sparks. May yeah. Fly. We're truly in a race between like the power of his shameless racism and his just utter incompetence, like whether or not our country is going to end in a garbage fire heap. The fact that he's this incompetent always is, is good news. It's good to learn. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of the headlines are, is that, oh, he's going to mess this up. Because in 2018, in the midterms, he put out a bunch of candidates that clearly weren't up to scruff and the House uh, shifted. So we will see. I think the one thing is, though, it's hard to know what will happen, because if Joe Biden continues to not deliver on any of his campaign promises, that may make things easier for Republicans running, because there will be a lot of disillusioned people who are like, I thought he's going to cancel like student debt. Like, remember right. he was telling people that or like checks or that's all. No. OK. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about the drought. Good for good for picnics, you know, avoid all those wet butts, but not so good for fire season. So the past couple of fire seasons in California have been worse than anything I've experienced in my 11 years here. Like the air quality became the thing you checked every morning instead of like chance of rain because there were just so many fires and so much smoke and shit. And it seemed, it just felt like, you know, we could use a break. Come on. We deserve a break here. And it turns out like the worst case scenario uh, is happening where more global warming leads to worse fires, which leads to increased carbon in the atmosphere, which leads to more global warming, which leads to worse fires because we're in the middle of a unprecedented drought right now, the worst drought of the last 20 years in the Pacific Southwest, basically, uh, and just the Southwest in general. So, you know, just kind of a appetizer for, I'm sure, what, what are going to be a number of uh, stories that are super fucking depressing where we're like, yeah, this is uh, Miles and Jack recording from inland uh, where we were chased by a, a wildfire. Right. Yeah, I the I mean, I think everywhere has been as much as we get rain here and there. I think just seeing like these graphics and graphs that just show, oh, it's turning into like a hot charcoal stone. What happens? And yeah, the air quality thing is really like I think that's like the one of the big things that have been has really begun changing. And like, I think for people who live in L.A. of just being like, especially if you have any kind of breathing difficulty, you're like, can I ride a bike today? And like the right. air level quality says Cottonmouth Kings concert. Like, what is this <laughs> at all? Like this feels, I get that's how they're trying to get us to relate to the situation we're in, but yeah, I don't know. Where did you guys grow up? Did you grow up in LA area? San Francisco. Okay. And um, Russia. <laughs> and so, you but, know. But, when, but when you came, where did you move to when you came to the U.S.? I moved to Vancouver first in Canada and then oh, to shit. like San Diego. So, okay. you know, nothing to write home about there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she lived in mean, San Francisco. And then San Francisco eventually. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, I mean, yeah, the 
the fear of drought is at least Kyle, you're aware of that. I'm sure living in San Francisco, people are always talking about that, especially being near the Central Valley. Well, and after what San Francisco looked like last year, like last fall, yeah, the photos of all the red and oh yeah, so scary. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember going to San Francisco. I was wearing a mask because of the air, and then yeah. I used that same mask mm-hmm. for the pandemic. So. Right. A little homecoming for you. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to laugh about. No, no, not funny at all. But no, just right, saying, yeah. good use of a mask. Bang on the mask motif yeah. there. Yeah. And It'd I didn't mean good. to imply that you guys were pro drought because of the picnic. No, thing. we're that, very. That's pro-drought. not fair. Yeah, actually, we're uh, for the well, actually for the record, we are pro drought. Yeah. <laughs> never indicated before this recording that you're pro drought, pro global warming. And, we're pro Trump uh, and pro drought. Yeah, those are that's <laughs> yeah. kind of two yeah. big things. That's actually why we were kind of closed lip because <laughs> honestly, they're really, talking about my friend. I know we were like, what? that's my friend. that's my uncle. What's his first name? Donald. That's my Uncle Donald. <laughs> I forgot his first name. You're well, a I'm political insider, uncle. right? Yeah, because we're calling him Uncle yeah. D. Uncle you know? D. Uncle D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the D's for drought, because we love that, too. Fucking <laughs> shit about my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uncle D and jerks. his drought. And his drought. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about celeb breakups. I think... This is what's all on our minds. Uh, on and I just want to clear up, minds. you don't have any connection to Ben Affleck, A-Rod, or Jennifer Lopez before we go start saying things about them. I actually right? think that Anna has a connection to Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Do you want to share that? This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool, but I was in a commercial with Jennifer Lopez. Wow. And it's funny that you say wow, because have you seen it? No. no. Okay. Are you I'm saying wow impressed. in it or something? Not only am I saying wow, but it was like the director was like, hey, can, we're not going to use this. Don't worry about it. D- don't worry about it. We're definitely not going to use it. So just for fun and just something to keep in mind is we're not going to use it. Can you do one that's like, wow. Off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one they used. So the commercial is that I go, wow, Jennifer Lopez. And uh, that's so that's my my close personal friend, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess we'll we'll go lightly. Uh, yeah, please be light about, about my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just, I, I was just reading this thing, right, about just the energy that's going into, like, this A-Rod, J-Lo, Ben Affleck thing where right now, over the weekend, A-Rod posted, like, on his stories, he was, like, working out with, like, his ex-wife, who's, like, the mother of his kids, and he posted this picture where she's, like, wrapping his thigh, like, with ice and he's yeah. like, Cynthia's a world-class mommy to our girls. Rapping ice, though? <laughs> LOL. But it's like, I don't know, meant to seem like, hey, Jennifer, I'm intimate with a person from my past, too, as well. And we're working out. Felt very, like, uh, just, just so transparent, like, insecure celebrity uh, energy. But the other thing I didn't realize is that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, like, Jennifer Lopez especially, they were really trying to pre-plan revealing their, like, relationship through instagram and they say the paparazzi like ruined it according to insider quote he stayed at her house in april and she was planning to make an announcement that they are back together on instagram it's all about timing with her these are people who don't like to be alone and she really likes him they have a long history there and the paparazzi beat them to it i just like i read this and i'm like I feel we don't talk about how, like, the thing about becoming a celebrity at a certain level is you cease to just become a normal person. Like, you can't even, like, you're like, the optics of me getting back with Ben, though. 
Right. Like, it yeah. used to be like this. Yeah. Someone would just catch you in someone else's Instagram post and be like, are you hooking up with them again? Like, oh my yeah. God, you saw that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a brand. You're like just like there's a, a company forms around you with like a bunch of people who are making decisions about your life that are purely based on like what is good for the brand and that brand is your life it's i i think it's underrated like how maddening being famous must be for a lot of a lot of these people who i i just feel for them oh, yeah you know? it's like i've a, always said a pr move if you have a hard-boiled egg like it's Right. Right. Those are the terms that I know by. You know how hard well they so, yeah, everything's like a PR decision. Yeah. Which is cool. I would like that. Yeah, actually I would love yeah. that. I'd love if the people were paying more attention to me like that. Yeah. They're like, why is Kyle wearing those hats again? Yes. <laughs> I would love that because then I could come out with a statement. Yeah. You know? She loves coming out with a statement. <laughs> what would you say? What do you think a a thing you would run afoul with would for your brand that you would have to have statements about, Kyle? So if I guess I had a new hat on, I would go, this is what my PR company would say. Kyle is wearing a new hat. Yeah. But also, please don't stop paying attention to her big shirts. But <laughs> um, and that's from Kyle's PR company. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Am cool. I wrong? No, no. I think you did it. You really helped me out there. <laughs> nailed it. We nailed the voice for that for that PR for that press release. The other thing is like, yeah, when the people at that are like mega stars, they are just deeply paranoid and suspicious of everyone that's around them because at a certain point, like you truly like you don't make friends the same way you used to, which is like, oh wow, you like this thing. Oh, we get along, we're vibing, we go to the same school, we work at the same place, whatever. And now it's like, what the fuck does this person want from me? Like, what the fuck? Why is this person smiling? Well, just so they can ask me to, of course. you know, endorse their fit tea in a couple right. of weeks? No. Yeah. Fit tea. If, if all you have around are yes men who are like, who actually are are an exact mirror back to you and fail to like provide you with a dose of actual reality, then you have no, you can't be perceptible well, that's to what, reality. And that's why when I see celebrities, I actually go out of my way to leave the building. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no matter where she is. is, because I, like, I'm like, you know hurry. what? I literally don't need anything in the sense that I'm just gonna fucking leave because I need nothing from you. Yeah, so much so you're repellent. Right. Yes, so much so I'm gonna drive home from here and sh wow, I'm, I'm gonna shut my door and then I'm actually not gonna leave my house for a day. Wow, <laughs> just in case. Beautiful. Yeah. No, I I think that's like I don't think it's the celebrity's fault always because it's almost impossible to have people in in American society where celebrity is viewed as like they're almost like deities right like that we worship like I it's almost impossible to find somebody who would view you as like a genuine human being like I don't know how to act around celebrities I couldn't like just become friends with a celebrity and value them on a human level without like taking into account everything that my like entire life has told me about celebrities like it's just it's i feel like it's a hard situation to be in i also uh flee mm. through the nearest window anytime a famous person <laughs> comes in, comes into a room with me i think that's the appropriate response let me tell you a little bit about my good friend j-lo so <laughs> my character's name 
in the commercial was Shirley. And we know this because I had a name tag that said Shirley. Uh-huh. And so I wasn't, I didn't meet Jennifer Lopez ahead of time. And so one second, there was no Jennifer Lopez in my life. And then the next second, she was just right here. She was like mere inches away from my face. <laughs> she's a beautiful face. She has no pores. I don't under, I mean, it's just, she's stunning. But um, at some point in between takes, she looked at my name tag and she said, and don't call me Shirley. And then what? everybody was instructed to like not look at her and, <laughs> and like, oh, I was really? like don't breathe and like just don't just if you could not be just don't be yeah. don't yeah. yes right. and her airplane just references no just like leave her alone and oh, just man. just look at your shirt and you know but at some point she goes and don't call me Shirley and then everybody was really quiet oh <laughs> then she went it's funny and then um, she said <laughs> so it's funny she said no it's funny. And then everyone go. <laughs> so then people were like, uh, uh, and starting to laugh. And she said, no, it's funny because her name tag says Shirley. And then everybody laughed. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's my story about Chandler. That's my inside scoop. What a mental prison to be in. I mean, like, that's, yeah. You just right. talk about, <laughs> hey, airplane, huh? don't, don't call me Shirley. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I was instructed to <laughs> not interact. I can't, I can't right. imagine that. I, I, don't. I can't Has the whole world gone mad? <laughs> yeah. like, she goes, no, no, no. No, no, it's funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Anna, what? Yes. How did you respond in that moment? Like, I would have, my heart would have just escaped from my body. I would have just gotten the fuck out of there, not knowing because it's like not a thing that you would laugh at, but you feel like you should laugh. Like, just the number of contradictions built into you standing there receiving that joke is impossible. It's like a purely impossible situation. Yeah, I mean, I think I was like, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> and then later, actually, there was one more goof. <laughs> she she did one more goof. So in the commercial, she's like, it's set in a grocery store and she's supposed to impulse buy a piece of gum. Mm. And she improvised and she used a pineapple instead of the piece of gum. And then oh. in between takes, she goes, a oh, pineapple, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then people were like, um, she goes, a no, pineapple. that's funny. She goes, no, it's funnier than gum. <laughs> she looked at me and I said, right. Well, you're a comedian. Yeah. I said, well, you know, pineapple, that is funny. She goes, I know. <laughs> that's it. So, so, I mean, that's it. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. And well, did all of this inform your performance when you had to say "Wow, J Lo"? The wow is you could tell it's very loaded. It's it's right. There's a lot. <laughs> there's going a back on pain there. and yeah. <laughs> just psychological warfare and wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is no minor. Like the J Lo is supposed to be like first of all in person one of the more like striking human forms that most people have ever encountered, and then. Like, also very aggressively, like, famous. Like, not somebody who shrinks from their fame or no. feels a contradiction about it. It's a, She's as beautiful. She's more beautiful than you even want her to be, you know? She's <laughs> like, just, this is more than I wanted. <laughs> this is more than I wanted. I, you guys, I wanted some good. Whoa, this is, easy, easy, What's the point of all this? This is I mean, you guys, starving it, and, and you're this beautiful? No. I mean, it was insane because I was just like, oh, I did. She looks exactly like she does on on TV, like, and that's not something you. I don't know. Like, I think when you you expect like some airbrushing, but she is really yeah, that beautiful. Right. 
And then it's just crazy because it's undeniably her. You know, sometimes you see a celebrity and you're like, the head is smaller than I thought. I just, I don't know. No disrespect, but. I saw Diane Keaton out and I was like, she's so tiny. Is she really (laughs) tiny? I think, I mean, maybe her hat was just bigger than I thought. <laughs> Kyle, you like well, that? Well, yeah, Diane Keaton dresses like Diane Keaton characters. Yeah, she's, she like, doesn't fuck around. Like, she, she that's her brand. Like, to the point where I go, look at this Diane Keaton cosplay. It's, it's Diane Keaton. Oh, my Keaton. God. <laughs> but, you, but again, can I repeat what you said? Is that you didn't know if she was small or just her hat was huge? Yeah, like, it was like, I don't know what I was more like. I was like, is do I think she has a tiny head, but she also had like a big one of her big hats on. And then <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> then I was trying to be like, well, what do I think? Then I, then I went in my own head. I was like, well, what size did you think Diane Keaton was supposed to be? You did and the work. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> okay. hmm. yeah, maybe it's just maybe her, the hat's making her head look all tiny. And that's just a bad look for perfect. her. I, it felt it felt off for her. And so but ultimately, that, the hat you just said, wow, Diane yeah. Keaton. <laughs> I feel like this don't is call the me perfect Shirley. celebrity sighting for <laughs> Kyle. Uh, uh, Diane? <laughs> Wait, Kyle, who's the most famous celebrity you've had to be encounter and maybe not interact with, but that you've seen out and you're like, oh. I mean, like I said, I just, I will try to avoid it at all possible. <laughs> Even if you point. catch wind? That you're yeah, I guess with. it's, I guess it, I guess this is, I wish I had something better, but I guess it's Katherine Heigl. <gasps> oh, you oh, have wow. a good Katherine yeah, Heigl. Yeah, I did an audition with her and I touched her tit, but I mean, <laughs> sorry. I, I just touched her and I should have asked for permission. I've talked about this before and... Yeah, I, it just was a shitty situation because they should have told me ahead of time that I was auditioning with her. I didn't know that. And then there was, was a, a there was a part of the scene where I had to touch her. I guess looking back, I should have been like, hello, can I touch you? Yeah. But I was, you know. It's I the was, audition room, ugh, so you think. I was sort of running on adrenaline. Yeah. I touched her. <laughs> and then they said, please don't do the next scene. And then she drove off and she didn't audition with anyone else. So. And I broke out in a flu after, so. Oh, was this the flu? Yeah. The famous flu? I broke out in a flu because wow. it was just, I don't know if she gave it to me or I gave it to her. That's crazy. Right. But to, to <sighs> Kyle's credit, Kyle would never maliciously, obviously, unconsensually touch. It doesn't right. matter who it is, Katherine Heigl or not. But she wasn't warned and she was just sworn into a room where Katherine Heigl was. Yeah. Right, super close to her. Which is already... You know who I would love to meet? We would love to both meet Keanu Reeves. Absolutely. We yes. would love to meet Jason Statham. Yes. I'm a huge <laughs> Jason... We love Jason Statham. Statham. Just those action guys. Like, I want to just be like, like how big they are. Yeah, you I know? would love to see how big they are. <laughs> that, that's who I'd rather... I would love to see Kyle next to a Keanu or Statham looking up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking up. Where's the top there? I want a picture where it's like, he's, you know, where you like, they put... I, maybe that's a little, um, what do you call <laughs> what it, kind of belittling, but I think it's funny if it's they're like, you're this small. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm huge, you know. I'd love to see them tower over Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would love, love that. that. I really, is Jason Statham listening to your podcast? Um, uh, he is a listener, no. yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, oh, Keanu Reeves we got one girlfriend yes one does, though. Right. Really? Yeah, the artist. Yeah. Wait. Oh, Jason? you said Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves' girlfriend. I, uh, that's what I thought you asked. Wow. Uh, well, we'd yeah. love yeah. to She's meet a listener. him. We'd love to sure. meet him. Please. All right, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back and the break was an adventure. Uh, So a couple (laughs) things we have to tell you guys for for 
necessary background is that uh, Truth Hounds actually started out as a show called There's Something About Mr. Reeves that was one of the funniest things we'd ever heard. It's <laughs> Kyle and Anna, basically Kyle finding out about Keanu Reeves like years after everybody else, but like kind of developing this obsession. And then it, it kind of unfolds where everybody has like an incredible story that like tangentially relates to Keanu Reeves. And during the break, uh, super producer Justin uh, had one such story as we were talking about just kind of generally the the mystique of Keanu Reeves. Uh, Justin, you want to come in and share with the audience? Yeah, sure. So my dad and his older brother were members of a band called Ooze Magazine in Chicago. They played with a lot of pretty uh, big people in their time in the 70s and 80s. And in the 90s, my uncle was just playing rooms, trying to link up with any band he could get a gig with. And uh, one of those bands was Keanu Reeves' band. And <laughs> the best part about it was he would be up there, very shy guy, very, very humble and down to earth. And he would usually spend most of his time alone before and just sitting there relaxing in the corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as they went up to play, the entire room would just like magnetically shift over to Keanu Reeves and the rest of his poor bandmates would be playing to a mostly empty room while everyone was just staring up at Keanu <laughs> on like a side. god. <laughs> on one side. And Keanu is the bassist. He's not yes. he's not the drummer yes. or at the the singer yes. at the center of stage. So no. it's just like everybody's in the corner of the room, just watching Keanu Reeves. And for the most part, what I hear, he's just looking at his, he's looking at his instrument just in the zone. Everyone's just throwing a fit for this guy. And the rest of his <laughs> band is just playing their heart out to no one. It's, it's so sad, but it's, it's a lovely story. That's, you know, Keanu has that kind of magnetism, that kind yeah. of, yeah, you, you, why not ignore everyone else and focus on him? <laughs> right. The universal constant. Yes. <laughs> but he would probably feel bad about that. He's such a good guy that from our findings right. that he would probably like, He's you like, know, I'm going to wear a hood tonight. He, yeah. He'd be like, <laughs> no, guy. <What? laughs> no, it's really good. No, yes, guys, you... <laughs> there's a whole band. Like, really good. <laughs> Sorry. Give it up for Trevor, guys. He's really doing his best up here. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably go behind the other band members so that yeah. the crowd right. follows so with. So they could get yeah. some stray, like, time. crossfire <laughs> eye contact. Yeah. yeah. He's like, get in front of me. Get in front of me. Do your solo. Do your solo. <laughs> oh, man. We did it, huh? Oh, man. Wow. What a... It's so funny. The mystique. Story. The myth. I mean, we heard... So many stories because the the funny thing is that every we wanted to hear like the more mundane the better. So someone t was like, my brother installed a toilet, um, a bathroom door at Keanu Reeves's house, and he was nice. And we were like, that's the perfect story for us. We would love to look into that. But like, yeah, we would get stories that were like, I was I overheard Keanu Reeves say, I don't like to take the freeways. Yeah, yeah, those were like the kind of stories <laughs> we were like, that we were like that's amazing. Building yeah. But that the thing, crazy thing is, the more we worked on it, the more every situation we went into, someone had a story. Everybody has a Keanu story. I think I did a, a, a comedy show and then I was talking about it. And then the host was like, oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves, like, purchased my kid's preschool, <laughs> sold it back to them for 
a penny. Yeah, that's right. And so there's actually a picture of him in the preschool. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, the school was like going to get shut down. It or was going to get shut down. So, so he, he purchased it. it. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. One time we heard a story that one time he was at his own birthday party. <laughs> And he went outside to smoke and there was a line to get in and he didn't want to cut. So he stood in the back of the line. <laughs> he waited to get in. And the bouncer, when it got to his turn, was like, you don't have to wait. It's your birthday party. You're Keanu Reeves. And he was like, I didn't want to cut. I feel like he's like that. someone who could fall victim to someone really like pathological, who's like a scammer, who's like, oh, I'm so cold and hungry, Keanu. And he's like, oh, no. And then you're like, I got <laughs> really it. Good Keanu, like, yeah. Miles. Really good I feel like he's good. too wise for that, though. I feel yeah. like or I feel like his mystique is such that when that pathological scammer came into contact with them, they would be like somehow reformed. Right, right. Oh, that you'd real like his energy yeah. is so potent that you're like, right. I want to be honest about myself, actually, to you, Keanu. I'm, <laughs> yeah. just I'm a bit of a reptile brain, only looking out for myself. Totally, oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. I I do want to get to this guy who got swallowed whole by a humpback whale. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Because I think he he's really like the reverse Keanu. Uh, not, not, no, I'm just joking. He's not out here. He's out here for the wrong reasons. I'm being really hard on this guy. Uh, <laughs> so this is something that actually happens a lot. Like there, there's a lot of really cool videos on YouTube of people. Uh, there's one where there's a scuba diver just like resurfacing and then the water around him just like starts boiling with small fish that a whale is driving to the surface and then like a whale comes within inches of like swallowing that guy and it's just massive and like really cool. And then there's another where a guy gets swallowed, like is in the mouth of a whale. There's video footage of it. And another where a boat carrying two kayakers gets like swallowed whole. That like, one's you, fucked up. That one's wild, right? It's it's the kind that you wish you saw. You're like, dude, I want these videos where the whale just swallows a kayak. And you're like, right. well, here's a link for you. <laughs> it's like straight up Jaws shit. It's yeah, because it's just calm water, then breach. And people are like, ah! Yeah. And then I remember in that clip, the one person's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not helpful. Yeah, so it's something that happens... Accidentally, people hang out around where whales might breach because whale watching is a whole thing and they're like magical, you know, mystical creatures that are it's just insane that they exist. Like it, the fact that we just go through our days with whales existing, like just mammals that are that big that swim around in the ocean like is is wild. So there's no footage of this guy getting swallowed. So I think this is why this is getting like kind of capturing the zeitgeist and other examples where people have like actually captured video of somebody getting swallowed. And it's like the one of the wildest things you've ever seen is that we are hearing it through a subjective account and he is using he's like. George Costanza recovering the golf ball levels of drama to this. Like, he's just, he, he's talking about, let, let me just read some of his uh, words. So his words, I was inside it. I was inside its mouth. It tried to eat me, which is not true. 
like everybody was like, first of all, they can't eat anything that big. Their throat is very small. But like they there's just it's him and his spotter who like watch watches his bubbles to make sure he's okay while he's down there, like going lobster fishing. And then he's like, but the bubbles suddenly all right, so this is from his spotter, but the bubbles suddenly stopped. Then an explosion of white water erupted from the sea. Mayo wasn't sure what he was witnessing. A burly fish thrashed before him, and for a split second, he thought it was a great white shark. Then Mayo saw its flukes cut through the water and observed it violently shake its head. I, so just the, the fact that they're like adding violence to it and he's saying that it was trying to swallow him also, like in the in the videos, you can tell that it's an accident, that it's the equivalent of somebody eating something and a fly flies into their mouth and they like cough it up. But in this version of the story, by like turning the whale into something with an agenda that was to eat him, like suddenly the headlines are like real life Moby Dick tries to eat right. diver and shit. And it's just I don't love it because it implies that he's it's whale slander. Yeah, it's whale slander. It's, you know like what it is? Should... PC culture going way too far. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They went they came after Tom, Tom <laughs> Hanks this morning. Who's next? <laughs> yeah. it, sure, they tried to eat you because yeah, those other clips, the whale almost looks like oh fuck, what are you, like what did, what's in my mouth? Like when they have like a giant kayak, they're like no no no, didn't want this. Yeah, I'm, and they're I'm here just for immediately the, released. Yeah, what I can capture in my baleen, but this it's good to know because in my mind it was very possible that a whale could just swallow you. But you're saying it's like physically. I know that they're not carnivorous, so they don't they're not ever intending to attack a human or whatever. But yeah, their throats are too narrow. They just like swallow a bunch of tiny things and then use their to like send everything else out. So we'll send this one to the dubious whale attacks panel. Yeah, because it's also the thing that's unique is that he claims he was in the mouth for 30 to 40 seconds which is much longer than the other encounters, but like he didn't have any of the injuries that would come from being that deep and like the whale coming to the surface with him. Like he should have had like a lot of embolisms and stuff. So, so I don't know, man, I'm just saying, uh, he's also just all over the place. Like he's, uh, he did a Reddit ask me anything. Like I no. was swallowed whole by a whale. Like already, he like from his hospital bed. All right, truth hounds, truth hounds, get to the bottom of this. We will. This guy really swallowed by a whale. This is a soft pitch Should. for Actually, you guys yeah, to really look cool into to this be. bullshit. But um, yeah. we'll be in touch. Just to talk to that, I'm sure <laughs> a conversation between you and this person would be hilarious. Be like, okay, and then and what was that like? No, what was that like for you? Oh yeah, I was uh, I was just swallowed. Yeah, I was swallowed so bad, so bad, and it was just so frightening. They tried to eat me. I don't know, I don't yeah. know if you saw the Washington Post thing that I that, that came up, but tried to eat me. So, and the Washington Post article like goes out of its way to like tell you about every brush of death with death that this guy has had. Like he was in a really bad plane accident in like a decade ago, which is you know harrowing for sure. But it's just kind of a weird like detail to put into this very specific story and suggests like that you're hearing, you know, a, a big fish story where it's like, yeah. Oh, this thing, it came up and swallowed the boat whole. And you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. And like, there's also a commentary from people in the town. It happened off uh, Cape Cod in Provincetown. And they're like, 
if it was anyone else, we'd think it was bullshit. But this guy, he has crazy stories and uh, is all very convincing. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's a good storyteller. Or is he maybe he's just the most full of shit guy in town? There's just like, and no one's up, Nick. No one realizes that he's just been lying the whole time. Right. I had there were people like that I know growing up who like, oh, yeah. if you wrote down all the shit that happened to them on paper, you're like, you're the most interesting person alive or the biggest lying sack of shit. On He's earth. the only like, guy in Cape Town who is. lies. No one else knows how to lie there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Kyle, Anna, as always, such a pleasure uh, having you. I guess not as always. This is the first time we've had both of you. Well, so 100% of the time so far. On the show. But as pleasure. always, amazing <laughs> to be on a chat with you guys. Yeah. Uh, so to nice. share the joy of our Zoom meetings with the outside world. <laughs> Where can people find you, follow you, hear you, uh, hear Truth Hounds? I mean, on Truth Hounds. First yeah, on Truth Hounds. Please listen to it. We really, we think, first of all, we think that it's really good. <laughs> we do think it's really. We good. think it's really it good is. stuff. We think it's really we've good. We worked stuff. really hard on it. We did work really hard on it. Harder so, than a podcast. Well, so here should be worked. A way on. to describe it is that at one point we were worried, what if someone else does it? But yeah. we also realized that no one actually has this much time. Yeah, to like, do something <laughs> like this. Nothing similar exists because no one would put this much time into, into something. something. Yes. Anything. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> our argument is. And if you, we are, we are actively looking into investigations and you can go to the Truth Hounds uh, Instagram, Instagram page. It's at Truth Hounds yeah. on Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's at the Truth Hounds. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you we can have send a, us a little tip. We have a tip line up there. Just look for the story with the dog on it who's investigating. There's a number to call. One warning about our tip line is that. If you do something that's not juicy, not serious, and not we, safe for us, and not safe, we will clown on you. We'll clown on you, yeah. So yeah. publicly, that's a warning. That's a warning right here, right now. Don't try to, you know, do something cuckoo bananas. We will clown on your ass. We will clown yeah. on you. You'll get What's, for people who are about to check out the show. They say, okay, this um, I, I want to hear more. Tell them a little bit about the first episode that's out, what it's about, just so they can get an idea of what exactly these mysteries or these cases or these larger questions that you're trying to answer. Well, the first one, I think, is a great insight into how the rest of the show goes, which is um, we come up with this question, which is why are some people always late? Um, I think it's a question that you, I mean, we all have friends who, you know, you expect them to come about five, 10 minutes late. And right. it's just like, why, why do I have to do gymnastics around your tardiness? Why mm. do I have to carry, you know, five bags and, you know, yes. <laughs> accommodate you? You're always going to be late. You exactly. know, we look into what's up with that. Yeah. What's up with, what's up with that one guy who's always late. Yeah. And, and we go out of our way. Say to hey, investigate that, to yeah, figure it out, analyze the many different kinds of late people to <laughs> there's get, a variety come of to the right of... conclusions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. As funny as uh, the show is, I also feel like I will never look at late people uh, and my own tardy behavior the same way again after listening to the episode. Uh, well, hopefully, we brought a little stuff. bit of insight into how your very selfish actions also impact <laughs> others. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so yeah Yeah. we kind of go we basically go 
we'll do we do whatever it takes to get to the bottom of these mysteries. And so and sometimes the mysteries are why does Kyle look really good in hats? You know, so yeah. it's not all it's, yeah. it's not all dangerous yeah, or all dangerous or scary. <laughs> but I mean, we do have scarier episodes. So we have an episode called Why Are People Mean? And we have to deal with mean people. And that's yeah, we've all been there. And that's scary as that's hell. Scary. Yeah. But I, we obviously come out unscathed for for the journeys you took, ride alongs, and and just that you you y'all really roll your sleeves up and get into the material. So, um, <laughs> even as mundane as it, that's like the genius of this show. And yeah, I'm I'm stoked for people to listen to it. Thank you, Miles. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Jeff. Uh, we're so excited for you to listen. to Yeah, it. we're so excited. And where can where can people find you guys individually when you're not hounding the truth? When we're not hounding the truth, hard to picture that because that's what all of our free time goes to um when we're managing our own accounts um we are at i'm at and this is really important i'm at cash money grandpa Instagram, hey. and then i'm at touching cheeses on twitter because i didn't really think either of those platforms would take off so that's where i'm at and uh i'm really not big on instagram so i mean i guess you could follow but you really don't have to. Um, it's I'm at at, G- at Gile Mazzono. And then you can also follow my dog. I'm actually really active on that, or my dog actually is. Um, and that is clam dash under dash. Underscore. She means underscore. underscore Mazzono. <laughs> yeah. So that's my my dog's Instagram. And honestly, he's he posts almost every day. So if you want something okay. active <laughs> with some crazy things about his life, I would check that out. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, I mean, the, the most recent thing that comes to mind is I saw the dog Wasabi that won. <laughs> you guys oh, that Pekingese, that? like the champion dog? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> that face is... I don't like that. That's not for yeah. me. That's a so dog that's a... Who, who could do something bad and there's no, there's nothing they could do for me to be like, oh. No, absolutely not. It's, that's not a tweet that I liked per se, but it's a tweet I can't stop thinking about. So right. I guess it occupy it, it lives in my head rent free. So that's that's that. Wow, <laughs> like. this is my first encounter. No, it I does not. It looks. Have very you seen Wasabi? No, but it sounds like I like it. I don't. It know. looks like a like a Jim Henson creature oh, with no face. It I don't, yeah, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Well, it looks like I mean to be Chewbacca's asshole. Like it looks like. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what it well, Chewbacca's like. asshole won the Westminster Dog Show, Mister. No, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the name of the I dog, Chewbacca's oh, asshole, so just won the grand prize. Oh, that's really cute. She thinks it's cute. I don't know. I I, get, I don't really look at Twitter, but I'll just shout out all the tweets that people are putting out there. All right. Yeah. You know and I, no right offense on. to anyone you missed. <laughs> no, offense, yeah, not, no offense to anyone I missed, but, you know, right now I keep doing it. Keep tweeting. <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray. Also, uh, the other thing on Twitch, 420 Day Fiance. If you like 90 Day Fiance, come check us out over there. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance. Uh, a tweet I like. Oh, I love this one because it's the intersection of critical race theory and the crucible. Um, at Richter scale tweeted, I saw Goody Proctor teaching critical race theory. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, there we go. Love it. Uh-huh. A couple tweets I've been enjoying. Ginny Hogan tweeted, how long after a first date do you have to wait before texting? Do you hate me? Uh, and Sahana 
Srivasan tweeted, my last words will be, I'm being weird, right? You hate me? Uh, which I always <laughs> like when that same idea is out there in the zeitgeist. And then Dan Chamberlain uh, tweeted, the plural of barf is barbs, like scarves. Uh, <laughs> and that always makes me really happy. Barf. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song should people be checking out today? Uh, this is a track from Little Sims and Cleo Soul. Little Sims, one of my favorite MCs from the UK. She also can sing and she plays bass and she's just a really talented artist. This track's called Woman. Look, it will make your big toe shoot up in your boot uh, and also just nice with the lyrics. It's just an overall great track and the, the instrumentation is great. So this is Woman by Little Sims and Cleo Soul. All right. Go listen to that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Bye.